Welcome to 5-Minute Real Estate Investing. Each day, we'll share one specific tip for active real estate investors or passive LPs in 5 minutes or less. Here's your host, Sean O'Dowd, Managing Director of Scholastic Capital. I'm going to make a prediction in this episode, and I've got 5 minutes or less to do it, on where I think the biggest story in real estate is going to be in the next decade, and if I'm right, how it will impact different real estate investments around the country. Now, I hope I'm wrong in this for reasons I'll touch on later, but my prediction is that the largest story in real estate over the next decade is going to be insurance expense. Now, historically, insurance expense has been a kind of a non-issue. There's a lot of different players in the market. You could get a bunch of different quotes. None of them are going to be that significant of a factor in your cost structure from a percentage perspective, and it just wasn't a big deal. However, if you've been following the real estate market over the past, call it 18 to 24 months, that is very quickly changing. Insurance expense is rapidly increasing for a variety of different factors. Part of that is due to insurance carriers who are leaving some of our higher risk markets like the South, and you also see that on the West Coast as well. You also see insurance companies going out of business, which again lowers the number of players in the market, which increase costs. You also are seeing a scenario where a lot of these insurance carriers have realized that they're not accurately pricing risk, and they actually can't because of state restrictions on how much they can increase prices each year. And it just creates this perfect storm of insurance pricing dramatically increase. I'll give you an example. I know of one property where the insurance expense, it was a single family community. Each home was $1,800 a year for insurance, and then A year and a half later, it was $4,500 a year in insurance per home. Absolutely insane increase. And if this is true, where insurance prices are just getting started and they continue to rise, because there's only one of two things that could happen. They either stop rising as fast as as they have or go down, or they keep going. And I personally believe they're going to keep going for a variety of different reasons. I don't have time to get into here because we've only got five minutes. But if they do keep going, we think about what that actually means. It means some of the areas, especially the areas if you overlay the FEMA risk map over the country. So you look at wildfires on the West Coast, you look at hurricanes on the South and Southeast Coast. The areas in the country that have the lowest insurance cost are the upper Midwest, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Michigan. And the Northeast, Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, if this is true where insurance costs get to a point where they're just untenable, I think you're going to see real estate prices absolutely get hit big time in those southern and western markets and those northern markets are going to do a lot better. After all, you have to have insurance to have debt on a, on a property. The bank absolutely will require it. If you can't get a mortgage on one of these properties, then you're either a cash buyer or you're not a buyer at all. And I think that's going to have a significant impact to real estate. And if you're looking for a long-term buy and hold, I would make sure to be talking to local insurance brokers to see what they think the insurance prices are going to be going over the next decade. And if they're going up, maybe it makes sense to be looking upper Midwest or the Northeast. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. In the interim, if there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. My area of expertise slash where I'm most able to help concentrates on residential real estate and strategy. 
I'm the managing director of Scholastic Capital, a real estate fund that buys single-family homes in highly elite school districts and then rents those homes to tenants on three-plus-year leases. I began my career at Boston Consulting Group, also known as BCG, and graduated with honors from the Wharton School. If there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. And if not, I'll see you tomorrow.